You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. The JSE has opened its doors for another day, so it's time for the opening with Nick Kunzer from Sunland Private Wealth. Looking at the US markets, um, the, the futures that we track every day, Nick, looks like it's a relatively calm, consolidatory sort of morning. Yeah, morning, Lindsay. Yeah, I think that's ex- exactly right. Uh, it's, it's, I actually made a comment on my morning notes. It's one of those sort of, uh, sort of unchanged Tuesdays. I mean, all the sort of indications, the futures markets, as you've said, um, some of the other indicators, even our JSE all share was indicated oh, just slightly higher in line with European markets. Um, I mean, there were some quite big extreme moves uh, yesterday in a, in a number of asset classes. And I get the feeling today is that that sort of pause before the storm. We have the Federal Reserve. They sit down tonight. They've got their two-day meeting on to discuss interest rates in America. So we'll know the results of that tomorrow night. But they kick, that, that meeting kicks off today. And, of course, we've spoken about a, a couple of times yesterday with, with the, the, all the tech shares that are reporting um, – uh, on Thursday, Wednesday and Thursday. I mean, even today, we've got eBay coming out today and a couple of others. We've also got a few pharmaceutical companies. So I think we might get a little bit of a bit of a lull this morning. So traders and investors out there enjoy it because I think from sort of this afternoon onwards, it's going to be a busy a busy roundup to the week, that's for sure. Okay, we'll take advantage of that quietness then and go out for a, a well-deserved lunch, Nick. Kumba Iron Ore Limited on the Stock Exchange News Services here. Extracts from the re- reviewed interim results for the period ended 30th of June. We've had another one of the Anglo-stable, Anglo-American Platinum. Yesterday, now we've got Kumba. Eh, I suppose, again, we're, we're flagged so beautifully by these companies that the, the share price only up a percent at the moment, on my screen anyway. Yeah, a nice set of numbers, and, and once again, uh, reiterating why people like owning them with the, you know, the, amount of, <laughs> the amount of cash that they give money back to shareholders in this in this certainly even more so now Lindsay in this world where more and more companies are either cancelling dividends delaying dividends or taking guidance I mean the uh, South Reserve Bank being very vocal about telling the banks that they should be hanging on to their cash and not giving money back in dividends uh, same with the US as well if the, the US markets their regulators also implying so for something like Kumba to come out with certainly a really decent set of numbers but I think a lot of it's in the price but you know, don't forget, Lindsay, that this is, uh, you know, something like Kumba. Um, you know, their break-even points on iron ore is anywhere around about sort of $4 at, at, some, at their Shenzhen mine. And the, and the price of iron ore at the moment trading north of 100 So the margins on these on, on these leveraged miners like Kumba are extraordinary. And um, <clears throat> anyway, they didn't have to give money back to shareholders. So it's nice to see that they are. And I think it's uh, well-deserved. And it's one of those shares that, I mean, we have exposure through them through Anglo-American. We don't hold them directly. Yeah. But uh, just a solid set of numbers. Why is that? Because you've always extolled the virtues of the quality of the iron ore from yeah. the Kumba facilities and the Chinese oh, want maybe, Kumba. Maybe. It's at the top of their list. Maybe, maybe my my enthusiasm falling on investment committees uh, sort of deaf ears, um, but no, they have, I mean they do they do traditionally kick a lot of money back to Anglo American, and uh, I think I think our, our guys, our clever boys in the research team, prefer the the bolt on with a bit of copper explosion and a few others with Anglo's, not just the pure iron ore play. But yeah, I'm a big fan of combined ore, and a big fan of the share. And not, as I said once again, nice to see a solid set of numbers and kicking some nice money back to shareholders. Where is it now? Kumba currently is up 0.49 of a percent. It is uh, 553 rand at the moment. 553 rand. I mean, I could put it into my machine and and, and get the, uh, the, the share price history, but I'm too lazy. So you're going to do it. Mm. It did go to 
it did go to, into the twenties, didn't it? At one stage. Yeah, correct. I mean, that's that's kind of the that's kind of the running joke. I mean, at one point there. Share price was less than their dividend that they had paid out back in the past. Yes, just to put things in perspective. Um, yeah, they traded down. It was a low of twenty-five and thirty-five. Um, but I mean, also the bounce back also quite extraordinary. I mean, in March when when the world was ending, <clears throat> I mean the share price was down just almost broke two hundred briefly intraday. So I mean, just since March, the share price is is, is bounced three hundred and thirty-five rand. So a monster, monster bounce back and. Um, you know, I guess one of those ones you sort of you filed Lindsay with uh, would have, could have, should have. I mean, it was a sitter down at twenty bucks. I don't know how many people got involved, but uh, yeah. Anyway, it's one of those things that we can chat about uh, maybe this evening with uh, David mm-hmm. Shapiro. You look at Anglo-American PLC in the low fifties. You look at Impala Platinum at around sixteen, sixteen fifty, something like that per share. Kumba Iron Ore in the twenties. Mm. If you get mm. the commodity, if you're patient enough. And there are certain fund managers out there that are incredibly patient. Sometimes mm. they probably don't sleep at night. But to to get the cycle right and to run with it, it's very, very lucrative. It's very lucrative. But you know, it also needs to be put in the context that what, what happens during circumstances. So, you know, an Anglo-American was down at its, its lows back in 08, whenever it was, and, and, and a few of the other shares, Kumba, you mentioned as well. I mean, you could not give those shares away at the time. I mean, there was some real ongoing concerns whether these companies would still exist and we spoke about it with david on tuesday with with uh, last week tuesday with impala platinum you know when they had 13 mines at rustenburg they were mothballing eight or nine of them leaving them with four and then the question mark are they still even going to still be you know an ongoing concern um and people just run for the hills and i think also inherently certainly the jsc point of view uh lindsay i mean you can relate to this. I mean, you know, a lot of traders and investors and uh, on the JSC have had their fingers quite badly burnt over the years since the start of shenanigans. So, you know, people are very, very nervous of, the, of these markets and, and these shares and they hit these sort of levels. But, yeah, I mean, hindsight's a wonderful thing. And, um, you know, something like Kumbayan or if you had the patience, you've been rewarded accordingly. And, uh yeah, we can chat about it later on with Dave. It's good nice to hear his thoughts on it. Yes, indeed. Let's have a look at the spot prices, if we can, Nick. Just have a quick look at the futures. Ooh, as we you don't just... look at sil- you don't. Sorry, you don't look at silver much, do you? Because we spoke about it. Everyone I have actually. Yeah, since uh, since since I've been speaking, I've spoken to Peter Schiff a couple of times this year, and mm. he sort of mentioned it in passing. But now he's been more vociferous about it. And you can still mm. get that interview on strictlybusinesspodcast.com. He's very very good. But also uh, another interviewee of mine. Uh, just messaged me very enthusiastically in the last couple mm. of days saying I'm longer yeah. silver because of Peter Schiff and look at this thing go it's playing catch up I think well I mean we commented two days ago I said I've never had so many phone calls regarding silver in my life on, on clients from the JSC well you know normally you'd be very careful when you feel those phone calls because it is now down 9.2% this morning as we speak <laughs> really? it is literally falling on a heap yeah oh gosh uh, Okay, the dollar rand is sixteen fifty two. The British pound against the rand is twenty one twenty one, and the euro rand is what is that? Nineteen thirty five. Euro dollar one seventeen fifteen, which is a point three percent fall for the euro and gain for the US dollar. Um, last night in the United States of America, the Dow Jones was up point four percent. The S and P was up three quarters. The Nasdaq shooting the lights out compared to the others. Anyway, up one and two thirds percent this morning in the Far East. Tokyo down a quarter. 
the Shanghai market is up 0.7%. Hang Seng also up 0.7%. And Australia down 0.4%. Okay, go through the commodities for us, will you, Nick? Starting with gold, because that did go... I think it might have got to 19.50 in thin trade somewhere, but uh, now it's back at 19.14, I think. Uh, 19.15, yeah, 1.35%. Look, I mean, you've got to be so careful with these gold shares and, 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 and commodity shares. I mean, they really do move quite exponentially when they do move, and they move very quickly. But, uh, you know, yesterday hitting a new high, I mean, these things don't go up in a straight line. So, But as we said off air, you know, gold, I think, is displaying one of those qualities where – you know, for the short-term traders who want to sell the balances, yeah, good luck to you. But I think, I think long-term, it's displaying that sort of trading style when you want to probably buy the dips. But anyway, as of right this moment, we have gold down 1.23%, $24. Last trader price is 1917 As I said, silver down 9%. Those who follow it, now that we have so much interest in it. Uh, platinum is down 2.5% now, $928 or $23 down. And palladium, not as bad, but still having a tough session. Down one and a quarter percent, $27 down. The price of palladium at the moment, $2,282 per ounce. So what a spark this, just a very small amount of uh, dollar strength, uh, people using mm. it as an excuse. Because we were saying it, it, it does look a little, you don't want to short it, but it does look a little bit stretched. Uh, that we were yeah. referencing gold, but yeah, could, <clears throat> could there be more to come? If you look at the graph, it can easily come back just like palladium did after its after its meteoric rise. But now palladium, uh, subsequent to that, bounced back as well, close to all-time record highs. So mm. maybe gold will do the same. Mm. It could do, and and, and it is. It, it is. It, I mean, gold and, and palladium and platinum and silver and these guys are—they're not investments. They're trading instruments. They're trading yes. assets. Gold, you can you can kind of argue the more the longer term sort of uh, you know deflationary or, or the quantitative easing you know wealth preservation story behind it. And you can, and you can argue that quite convincingly. But I mean, these moves are quite wild, and I think there are more trading instruments and 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 gold could quite easily retrace here. Gold, I mean, they, these shares do. And gold spot prices, it's such a unique instrument that people trade on. The swings can be very aggressive. So you just could be a little bit cautious out there. But yeah, but I think, Lindsay, I think you're right. I mean, this, it did look a little bit, it was, it was difficult to argue when you saw that stock, the, the spot price go parabolic. You know, it was difficult to argue that it doesn't need a, it does need a little bit of a, a pause before it carries on going. And this is what we're seeing this morning. And of course, Throne, I think as well, Lindsay, the, um, the fact that the Federal Reserve are sitting today. They sit from today and we'll get the results tomorrow night. You know, there could be a couple of you know, comments out there. It is what they call a live conference, so there will be a commentary afterwards. And you could easily get something that might be a little bit dollar positive. And we know what happens with the dollar rallies. We get a week of gold. So I think it maybe is a bit of a rejigging or a real positioning of the portfolios ahead of that uh, sort of crucial Fed meeting tomorrow. I did see an article, and I, I'm trying to find it now. I'm searching in my uh, mailboxes uh, about uh, gold demand falling by 35%. And I think that's physical gold demand because of the high prices. Mm -hmm. And as you know, for example, the market for gold in India is very, very price sensitive and also very seasonal because of wedding seasons, etc. But uh, I'm trying to find it. But I will do for our, our chat mm -hmm. this evening, our Tuesday chat with David Shapiro. Mm -hmm. While you're looking into that, so the, the, the wedding industry in India and the gold as well, there's a, a story correlated a along those lines when um, Anglers came out with their trading up with De Beer a couple of weeks ago with De Beers. And they were saying very much the same thing, that uh, between Antwerp on your side of the world and, um, and uh, the polishers in India, 
who is a massive part of that, of the sort of the whole diamond chain as the polishing that happens, also coming to a complete standstill. So it's difficult to get a gauge from these traditional supply and demand dynamics during this lockdown too, but I'll also do a little bit of sniffing around for our chat later as well. Johnny Goo, thank you for that. Let's have a look at the movers on the JSC today. Um, following up its um, terrific start to the week, Pan-African Resources up nearly 3%, Telcom up 2 and a quarter. Hammerson up 1 and 3 quarters after being heavily in the red yesterday. AVI, I haven't seen that one for a while, up 1 and a quarter percent, and Woolworths up nearly 1.2%. On the downside, hmm, yeah, gold shares obviously giving up giving up quite a bit. Uh, Harmony down 4.7%, about half of yesterday's gain. Goldfield's down 4.7% as well. Sassel is a 4% loser. Northern also down 4%, and Anglo Gold Ashanti down 3%. So gold, gold, oil, platinum, gold on the downside today. Quite predictable. Had to happen. Too many people talking about gold. Yeah, too many people talking about gold and phoning up about silver. Uh, and also, quite frankly, as well, a couple of records broken yesterday with that dollar index, uh, the Dixie, as we call it. Um, also hitting levels we haven't seen for a number of years. I mean, I, mean, I just looked at the Japanese yen. I used to watch it quite closely, but I haven't actually for a few days. I mean, 105 handle, 105.50. I mean, I'm not joking. The last time I looked, it was about 108, 109. So, I mean, that is, and you mentioned about the moves in the euro dollar as well. I mean, that is, you know, three, four hundred basis point move in a currency of that size across the dollar yen being the biggest trader currency in the world is, is, is massive. It's massive. So, you know, maybe, maybe some of these moves just a little bit too quick. So, we're getting a little bit of a pause. And uh, I think it's healthy. Of course it is. Give us the indices after 52 minutes of trading, please, Nick. Mm. So after 52 minutes of trading on this Tuesday, we have the JC All Share just holding by four points, 56,004 on the All Share. That is down 0.57%. Uh, JSC top 40s down 0.6%, 300 points down, 51,609. And a bit of a mixed bag today. We have utilities quite a bit firmer, almost 5% higher on that index. Technology shares as well up 0.68%. Consumer on cyclicals up 067 And on the downside, industrials really not going anywhere, just down 0.05. Financials are a little bit weaker, down a quarter percent. That's with a line with this weaker rand. Uh, Energy shares, you spoke about Tassel, that index is now down a half percent. And basic materials down 0.63, healthcare down 0.8, and consumer cyclicals down 1.26 percent. And of course, gold shares almost down 4 percent on that index. So it is, but I must say, it does have a very, just a very sort of pause about it today, Lindsay. I don't think I'd read too much into these massive moves and some of these sort of uh, spot prices just yet. Nick Kunza, thank you very much for your time this morning, as always. That was Nick Kunza from Sunland Private Wealth. He'll be back with us. Uh, that's when I say us, that's myself and David Shapiro uh, for the five o'clock shadow later this evening. But that was the opening. That podcast was proudly brought to you in association with sharenet.co.za. Visit strictlybusinesspodcast.com and subscribe to receive exclusive content straight to your inbox. Strictlybusinesspodcast.com, made possible by Prudential Investment Managers.